Mark chapter 10, verse 42 to 45 in the New King James Version. He said, but Jesus called them to himself and said to them, you know that there are those who are considered rulers over the Gentiles. They lord it over them. And their great ones exercise authority over them. Yet it shall not be so among you. Whoever desires to become great among you shall be your servant. Whoever of you desires to be the first shall be the servant of all. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a, as a ransom for many. Serve with your heart, serve with your hands, serve with your feet, serve with all you have. You will experience life at its best. Because he also says that except a corn of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it abides alone. We should take care of ourselves, but we should also be selfless. Serve God, serve people. That's the way. That's how the master showed us. That's how we can make the best of the rest of our lives. We shouldn't live to ourselves alone. Live to please God and to help people in any way that you can. Thank you, Lord. Live to please God and to help people in any way that you can. Help yourself too because you are included in the people that you are helping. Because it's about balance. Some people think, oh, forget about yourself. Treat yourself harshly and people treat people nicely. No. But we're saying that don't let it be all about you. I, me, and myself. God has need of you. And it's a life that is beautiful. It's a life that is, um, you know, there's a joy you have that you cannot really explain. It's not about people singing your praises. Oh, you did this for me. Thank you. Thank you. You did this for me. No. Sometimes when the thank you is too much, we're like, no, let God bless me. But it's about being relevant and adding to other people's lives. You'll be happy when you make someone else happy. When you fulfill um, something for them in life. You share your lunch with someone. The person is excited that you know I was so hungry. You are happy because you fed that person. It's in the little things first, not in the big things. That's where we start from. I started by going to brothels. Actually, that's not where I started from, but somewhere along the line, I think that's where my ministry started from. Yes. And at that time, I think I was just married like two years. I had a, a child, our firstborn, she was very young then. My heart used to go out in Lagos then, around Oregon, Ikeja area. My heart used to go out to girls on the streets, to prostitutes. Just like, I just used to wonder, not judge them. I wasn't judging them. See, when you judge them, you abuse them and you pass by. You say, oh, run. Sorry. Excuse me. That means in my Yoruba dialect, that means, what does that mean? What's so <laughs> nonsense person, useless. Some of us don't say it out, but in our hearts, we've said it. God's creation. Hello. I just used to wonder. That was my own curiosity that, Why? Why would someone be standing by the road selling their bodies? Selling their bodies for what? So my heart used to go out. So finally I found a brothel not too far from us then. I went in casually one afternoon. I think I just wore jeans. I didn't even carry my Bible. So this is like 20 
six years ago or so. I didn't carry my Bible. Sorry, we didn't have, there were no phones, no, no cell phones, no phones. <laughs> we had our, you know, I didn't go in with any Bible. I just went in casually dressed and I was looking to strike a conversation with any girl I would meet. And God blessed that, that afternoon. He really did. Because as I walked into the walkway, I saw a girl. She said her name was Sandra, but they don't use their real names, so don't, it doesn't matter. I don't know if you're familiar with um, back in Nigeria. They call it Face Me, I Face You. Anybody know Face Me, I Face You? So it's this um, small like bungalow buildings, but you have a hallway, and you have small rooms that open into the hallway, and you have the conveniences at the back. There could be like 20 of those rooms. Then you have the kitchen and the bathrooms shared right at the end of the hallway. So I walked into that. I stood at the entrance. And I was just waiting. And then this girl came and I told her I was looking for my sister. I greeted her. I said, I'm looking for my sister. I said, hmm, is she tall? Is she fair like you? She was trying to describe someone like me. I said, hmm, not too tall, not too. When I saw that, I could not keep up with the lie. Actually, it was not a lie because they are my sisters. We are all connected, right? I then decided to stop somewhere along the line because I thought I would soon be found out. <laughs> I had to some point in time just start talking to her. I said, actually, I'm not looking for anyone in particular. What are you doing here? You're a beautiful girl. I said, toasting her. <laughs> you know, just trying, affirming. That's the word, affirming. So let me just use the word toast. I said, affirming her. And before long, she, she listened to me. She leaned on the back of her, the wall beside her, her own room. She leaned back, and I was facing her. And the hallway was like that, right? So as I began to talk to her, this lady came down. This lady came out of a room. I, was, I knew she was going to the hallway because she had a towel on and tied. And I think she had a bucket. And she said, Sandra, now born again. I can't forget those words. That's in pidgin English. It means Sandra. Is that one of those born again people? And Sandra said, no, now my sister. Oh. I can never forget because my heart melted. The lady quickly greeted me. Say, good afternoon. You know, she curtsied and she greeted me and she continued going to the bathroom. I said, Sandra, God bless you. Sandra took me, let me into her room that day. The rest is history because I led her to Christ that day. I became friends with the rest of them in the brothel. I would come and go. I remember the following Christmas after church then. I just took them this crate of soft drinks, a crate of soft drinks. Then it was still bottled. <laughs> and you have to return the crate. So I said, just take. And a cooler of rice, jollof rice. Take, do Christmas. Keep it for me. I'll come during the week. Keep my crate of bottles. She shared with her friends. I became a regular visitor to them. I didn't know that's what you call friendship evangelism. I just wanted to be their friend. I didn't even know I was doing evangelism. I just... My heart was just going towards them. I decided to do something about it. Who is your heart going to? college students those who struggle with a particular subject and you know you're so good you're so good in maths teach your fellow students teach, just just do something about the things you complain about. i could be complaining i could say all oh, these girls are stand by and complain and talk about it from morning till evening let's do something about it you don't like how people dress do something about it maybe you should be the fashion consultant to say, you know what, you can combine this color. I know some people, as I'm here now, they've analyzed how I'm. It's not a sin. That's your area. Mm. 
you've already analyzed, oh, polka dot pink, pound, on point. <laughs> it's not a sin, it's not canal, it's okay. When you've done that, just quick focus on the word for now. Mm. And if I didn't dress well, get my number or my contact and say, I want to be advising you on your outfits. Mm. It was nice, but we can, you can do with some help. I never, I never shy away from those things because I realize I don't know everything. Let other people help you as you also help them. Don't be shy about what you are concerned about. You may be that person that puts it together really well. Use it to help people. Do it free and also get paid for it. There are some who are ready to be paid. Nothing, again, is too small. Tell your neighbor, your gift is not too small to be used to bless someone. Serve with what he has given you. Thank you, Father. We give you praise. We give you glory, Lord. Help us to make the rest, most of the rest of our lives. Help us, Lord. We submit to you our everyday lives. According to Romans 12, verse 1, we submit to you, we give to you our waking up, our journey, our everyday lives, oh God, that you breathe on it and that we'll do what is right, that we'll take every step of each day, Lord, that we will please you. When we get back to our homes every day, we will look back and realize we have pleased you. And if there's any time we make a mistake, we fall in the course of the day, we ask for your forgiveness and we move on. And you help us to do better day after day. Because, Lord, these are the times that the world is dark out there. Thank you, Lord. So you will teach us how to shine. You will teach us which way to, to, to go. That each one's journey is different. But you will say, well done, good and faithful servant. That is what you will say over each and every one of us. Help us, oh God, to be touched by what touches you, what breaks your heart, Lord. Help us to, to, to help people who are in need in any way that we can. And help us also, above all, not to neglect you. That first relationship that is vertical. Because we cannot do anything in our own might. Lord, I pray that you keep supplying the grace to every one of us. The grace to hear you. To know we are loved and affirmed. Giving us the strength and the energy to continue in this dark world. Because we are light. And you said, as you are, so are we in this world. So we stay connected to you. We stay connected to the word. Thank you, Father, so that we can grow, so that we can be strengthened, so that we'll not be overwhelmed. Thank you, Father. Help us in the days, in the weeks, and the months ahead, even the years, till Jesus comes again. We will not be found wanting. I pray, Lord, today, and I prophesy, everything or anything that has taken a smile away from your face, be dealt with right now in the name of Jesus. I pray that your joy, joy be restored to you. I pray that your smile be restored in the name of Jesus. Maybe during COVID you suffered depression. Maybe now you've suffered a loss. Maybe things have not yet come together for you. But I declare in Jesus' name that the heavens are opened over you. The heavens are opened over you. Smile again. Progress again. Move on in glory. Move on. Move on with the grace and the power of God. Thank you, Lord. <laughs>
Move on. There is work to be done. There is work to be done. Get up. Be that ball of fire. Be that light that he has said. Remember that he said we are the light of the world. Help us to make the best of the rest. Of what is left in the earth, Father. Thank you, Lord. And because of the things that are coming ahead, strengthen us. Individually and together. Thank you, Lord. I declare anyone stick here under the sound of my voice. In obedience to God's word, I did release his word. He said he sent his word, forth his word and he healed them of their diseases. Thank you, Father. You said that as, as Jesus taught, the power of God was present to heal. Receive your healing. Receive your healing. Emotional, physical, whatever area, receive your healing right now. In the name of Jesus. Don't sit in the past. Move on in the new. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Whatever represents a problem or concern right now, as you connect in faith, it is done. God wants to be, be He wants to be believed. He says, go, your faith has made you whole. People took what they needed, even the Syrophoenician woman. She didn't mind that Jesus said, it's given to the dogs. She said, even the dogs eat the crumbs. Great faith. Let faith arise in your hearts. God is good. And you will see his goodness in the land of the living. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. And if you haven't given your life to Christ, give your life to Christ. Give your life to Christ today. Amen.